Thanks for joining us and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Periodically, we'll bring you true stories of angelic encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. When we come back, we'll begin our next episode. Welcome back. Ivan Tuttle died, went to hell, then was taken to heaven. He saw not only heaven, but future events on earth before he was returned to his body. On today's episode, we will hear his amazing story on an interview he did on the ISN network. You literally died went to hell, went to heaven. I mean, a lot of stuff uh, you've been through. Briefly tell the people at home who haven't heard your story in this first segment, uh, what happened? How did you die? And then where did you go? Sure. Well, what happened is I had a blood clot in my leg and it was, it was in my left calf. And I went to the hospital. They admitted me in the hospital for uh, a little over a week back then. Now, how old were you? What, what, when was this? Oh, picking on me now. <laughs> I was 26 years old. It was 1978. So okay, okay. Now you can figure out how old I am. Okay, <laughs> okay, got it. But anyways, no, I, I went to the hospital and I had a blood clot. They put me in the hospital. They released me from the hospital. Now, let me explain something real quick. As a kid, I was living for the Lord. I was a good kid. Well, I was a good kid in, as far as God goes. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And I mean, I loved the Lord. I went to Bible college. I was going to Bible college and I walked away from Bible college. And so when I did that... I, I just, I went downhill real quick and I got into drugs, got into yeah. all kinds of things, drinking. Uh, we won't name everything I got into because I don't want to glorify it. But I got into that lifestyle and then I got to the point where it was bad and I ended up with a blood clot. And I went home from the hospital after being in there. First thing I did, of course, was light up something, you know, to get high that night. And then mm. I went to bed. I never, even to this day, I never go to bed before midnight. I mean, midnight's like early for me. I like two, three in the morning, you right. know, but I went to bed at nine o'clock. I just felt real tired and I went to sleep and I laid down in bed and, and I just instantly fell asleep. And as soon as I did something and I, I sleep on my, I, back then I'd sleep on my left side, yeah. kind of almost in the fetal position. All of a sudden something grabbed a hold of my wrist and yanked me right up out of bed. And in your story, you say it, it grabbed you, grabbed you. I mean, yes. like, I mean, you're a strong dude, but it, yeah. it like you couldn't let go. It, it, it wouldn't let go of me. It wouldn't let go of me. And, yeah. you know, back then, I used to be in much better shape than I am now. Yeah. And if I punched you once, that was it. I mean, <laughs> well, it, don't we didn't have to go. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried to hit this demon, tried to get away, and it wouldn't let me go. Wow. So this demon took me right to hell. Mm. And I started hearing and, and seeing things. I saw people there. Uh, it, it was horrible. I mean, the yeah. smell was bad. The sounds were horrible. All, all you hear is people screaming constantly. Wow. I mean, that's what I heard. And, and it, you, you saw, unfortunately, you saw pastors and ministers and Sunday school teachers. I did. 
That's exactly what I saw. They weren't the only ones that were there. Yeah, well, yeah I hope not. <laughs> there were some really bad characters there, too. But what surprised me was how many former pastors, evangelists, and things like that, Sunday school teachers, good neighbors that, you know, you would have seen that you, I, I knew I grew up with some people, and they're in hell. You saw people in there that you had grown up with? Yes. Wow, that's sad. It was sad. Yeah. Because I didn't know. I mean, I did, it was an older man down the yeah. street. I did not know. Wow. You know, I didn't think about it that much, you know. So what else there. were you sensing, seeing, looking at? I mean, did you feel like this is it for me? Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, it was the most hopeless feeling in the world. Wow. Because when you die and you go to hell, there's no hope left. See, all right. hope you have is while you're here on earth. Right. And once you die, you don't need any hope. Right. Because you either go to hell or you go to heaven. Right. When you go to hell, there's no hope anyways. Yeah. You're done. Now, when you, you know? were there, did you know that you were supposed to be there? Yes. I, you, know, well, you know what I mean? Well, that's not what I mean. Well, yeah. I take that back. It, when I first got there, I was like, why am I here? Yeah. What am I doing in hell? Yeah. You know, I, I don't. I went to I, Bible college. I, I, I did. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't do anything that I never yeah. hurt anybody. Yeah. I sold drugs, but, yeah. you know, that's not bad drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that's my thinking. <laughs> right, you know? right. And I'm in hell. And I'm thinking, I went to Bible college. I was full of the Holy Spirit. I was saved. I, I had done everything right in my life. And there I was. Wow. But and then you know that it's final. Mm. It's, it's like a brass dome or, or an iron dome above you. Wow. It's like anything you try to say or pray, it bounces. It doesn't go anywhere. It's dead. So you've written a lot, talked about, you were on the It's Supernatural show about yeah. your experience. Uh, while you were there, something extraordinary happened in hell. Yeah, it did. And what happened is while this demon was taken and putting me in my final place, a voice rang out. That's the loudest, strongest voice I ever heard. And it says, it's not his time. You must let him go. I made a promise to his mother. Uh, thank God for mamas. <laughs> oh, my mother had prayed for me at that time. You figure I was 26. Yeah. She prayed for me at least three times a day, sometimes yeah. four. Sometimes I needed a lot more than that, yeah. like a whole day. Yeah. But she had prayed for me over 22,000 times by that time. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of prayer. Folks, it's, never it's, give up on praying for your yeah. children. So you, you're there in hell and you hear this voice saying, yes. it's not his time yet. What happens next? Well, instantly I was translated. I mean, so fast. You don't even tell you, you don't even know what's going on. Just all of a sudden there I am right at the gates of heaven wow. and being greeted by this angel. Wow. Wow. And that's what happened. So you began to uh, get the sights and sounds of heaven as opposed to hell. Hope yes. was coming back to you. That uh, hope feeling and joy. It, it wasn't hope. It was just the most euphoric feeling. It was like, oh, I'm here. You know, I'm, you know what it felt like? Yeah. I'm home. Wow. I'm home. Wow. That feeling like you're really home. I mean, it's like, it's better than you could ever imagine. It's most, it, you know, you know how you feel when you get home somebody? Yeah. This was home. Wow. Woo, I have arrived, you know. Wow. I was where I was supposed to be to begin with. I'll tell you what, in this story, Ivan is standing at the gate of heaven. How would you like to know what happened when he saw some things in heaven and, and the experiences that he saw? It's incredible. You're not going to want to miss what's coming next. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Something More. I'm here with Ivan Tuttle. And when we were at the last segment, we had you out of hell, thank goodness, yes. and standing at the gates of heaven. And he, here you are, an angel escorts you. What happens next? Well, this angel was very nice and very gentle, kind. As opposed yeah. to the demon. As opposed to the demon that grabbed my left wrist. Yeah. He just held my hand. Yeah. And the angel walked me around. And I was allowed to see all these beautiful things up in heaven. Mm. You know, see mountains, streams, trees. Everything, animals, wow. you name it. Just so many things I got to see while I was up in heaven. 
Hello again, this is The Watchman. Please join us each week for an exciting and inspirational podcast dealing with angel encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. So tune in each week and share it with your friends. After all, they could use a little inspiration in their life, too. That's the Watchman on the Wall podcast, and now you can find us on YouTube. I was allowed to see all these beautiful things up in heaven. Mm. You know, see mountains, streams, trees, everything, animals. Wow. You name it. Just so many things I got to see while I was up in heaven. And he, awesome. he nudged you to look a certain direction. Yeah, the angel said, turn and look. And as I started to turn, because I, 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 he had a hold of my hand, yeah. so I started turning to the left, and he kind of pulled me, and he says, no, over here. So I turned to him, and when I looked at him, it's like he wasn't there anymore. All of a sudden, I saw this timeline of the earth. It's, it's kind of hard to explain because it's all, it was in the spirit, you know. Right, right. But I saw the beginning of the earth way into the future of the earth. Wow. I got to, I watched how the earth was formed. Oh, what a I watched how the, I watched as the spirit of God came down and hovered over the waters of the deep. Wow. You know, it was just awesome what I saw. It was one of the most unique things ever. And then I watched, I watched as Adam was created. Wow. That was so unique to watch him. And he just takes the dirt or dust of the earth and he forms it and he made man. Wow. And then I watched him as he just went into the nostrils of man. That's and beautiful. Adam came alive and he's like, oh. I mean, he was alive, but he was, everything starts going and here's Adam and he's like, oh. and instantly Adam knew everything. Wow. See, wow. he didn't have to go through a school like we do. Yeah. Because yeah. God made him perfect to begin with. Wow, and so he just showed you this timeline. He kept seeing yeah. things. Every, all kinds of things into, from way back at the beginning of the earth, way into the future. Wow, now when you were in heaven, you talk about how God gave you uh, specific gifts. Yes. And one of the gifts is that you can look at someone and you can see right through them. Right. And see what's really going on, good, bad, ugly type thing. And uh, you have a story about that with your own son. Yeah, but do you want me to start with you first? No, no. <laughs> we'll do that I'll always later. do that. <laughs> no, yes, my son, uh, God gave me this ability where I could actually look at my son. And, 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 I mean, I didn't even have to just look at him. I just knew where my son was. It's kind of different than most parents go, well, I know my son's in trouble or not in trouble yeah. and my daughter, whatever. But I, I, I could just see my son. I mean, I could see where he was in at. In the spirit. You were seeing in the spirit. In the spirit, I could yeah. see him. In grade school, I could see him in class, you know, and... And my son used to think I could see through walls, <laughs> kind of one of these things. But what happened is he got to high school and he was driving. And so he, he sometimes he'd be going down the road and he'd call me up and say, hey, dad, where am I? And I'd say, well, you're at such and such a place. And he'd go, right. Okay, how do you know this, dad? Where are you really? And i said, well, I'm home or I'm at the office or whatever. So this went on. So one day, he played football. Yeah. He's in high school, his junior year, and he had this winter beater car. <laughs> we lived up north. And he's... He's got this car, and after football practice, him and his buddies went and started taking the car apart. They took the dash out. They took the headlights out. Wow. They took all kinds of, you know, stuff out on the hood looking, the headliner down. They were looking for microphones and cameras. 
Wow, they want to know how yes. your dad is uh, yes. spying on you. He wanted to, my son just said, yeah. there's got to be something going on. This can't really just be from God. Wow. So he did all these things. So I, he never said that to me for quite a long time. For yeah. a couple of years, he never told me. Wow. I kept asking him, son, why does the headliner keep falling down in his car and the dash <laughs> is so loose? I don't know, dad. <laughs> he drive down the road. Wow. So that's wow. why. And he told me when he was 21, by the way. Wow. Okay, so let's get you back in heaven. Um, yes. Give the people, because it's so... Interesting. Most people don't have these near-death experiences. Well, this is more than near-death. You died. I was dead. And uh, uh, what are some of the things you saw that really touched your heart? Wow. Well, there's so many things, you know. What about the babies? Oh, man. When, when I saw all of these babies that had been aborted, mm. all of them, every single one of them, they're in heaven. Wow. And they're waiting for their mom and their dad, not just the mother, but the father too, yeah. waiting for them to get there. And when the parents get there, one or the other, or when they both get there, whatever the case may be, when they get there, those babies, now they're not the little fetus that they were, right, right. they're little babies. Now here's one of the things that God allows them to do. God allows them to be babies. Now, just like Adam and Eve, they have full knowledge. Okay. They have full language. As a baby. As a baby. Yeah. They have everything that they're supposed to have, but the parent, gets to pick the baby up like a newborn baby oh, wow. and gets to hold the baby. Wow. It's an experience that they get to have when they get to heaven. Wow. So they have this little baby with them wow. and they're doing something with this baby. I and mean, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see. Wow. And that baby just kind of grows up with the parent. Of course, they don't go through the problems that they do on earth, but the baby gets to grow up so they can see what the baby's like. That as, is incredible. As an adult as well. That is incredible. So, okay, you're walking with the angel. You're seeing things. We'll talk more about what the Lord showed you on earth on the last segment. Sure. But what else did you see where you, when you were in heaven? Like the, the sights and sounds and the smells. What was? What else? Oh, man. The smell in heaven is, is so beautiful. I mean, it's a, it's a sweet odor, but it's always there. It never goes away. The sights, th there's... Anybody that's ever been to heaven will tell you the same thing. There's so much glory from the center of heaven where God's sitting right. on the throne that there's no darkness, there's no shadow. So when you look at trees, you know, you don't look up there and see different shades of the leaves. The leaves are all the same color. When you hear the, the water running, if the, the water running up there sounds like little babies laughing. Oh, I know? like that. Wow. Beautiful sound. Yeah. And it's so clear, wow. you have to go over and touch it because you're like, is there really water there? <laughs> you know? Wow. And, it's, and I was allowed to do that. So. Really? Yeah. Really? What else? What else? Oh, man, you? I saw these big buildings. They're made out of stone, like a white stone, but they glitter. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a white marble that just has maybe gold all through it. I saw the streets of gold. Listen, it's not like regular gold that we see here on earth. It's real soft. Wow. It's very easy. Yeah. You know, you can go barefoot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. Now, uh, did you see your mansion? Did you see? I saw a lot of mansions. You saw a lot of mansions. But all of them were made out of that white stone. Wow. And wow. they were huge. That's nice. I didn't see any huts up there. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a nice place. I, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've been told a lot of times, Ivan, that it looks, heaven looks a lot like a mirror image of earth, except in perfection. Oh, is that it, what the sense you got there? Oh, it's so clean and perfect. Yeah, it, it's it's beautiful and it's clean. I mean, like the grass is always cut. <laughs> right, right, you know? right. And uh, the weeds are actually beautiful, you know, where there yeah. are weeds. Yeah. And it's just perfect. I mean, the mountains are beautiful. The trees are beautiful. But it's in a different light than what we're used to seeing. Yeah. There's actually clouds in heaven, too. Wow. But they're not full of water. Wow. It's different. It's a different kind of cloud. Wow. So it's just beautiful. I mean, um, 
<laughs> I can't wait to go back home, well, but I have to wait. Don't go yet because we have another segment. Uh, in this last segment, we're going to talk more about what Ivan saw when his eyes were open with things on earth. You're going to really be touched by what God did for the people during the time of Jesus. We'll be right back. Hello again. This is The Watchman. Please join us on our new video channel called Encounters from Beyond the Veil. It's the same exciting content as our audio podcast, but in a shorter, but yet a video format. Also, please subscribe so you won't miss any of our episodes. That's Encounters from Beyond the Veil, exclusively found on YouTube. Welcome back to Something More. I'm Ryan Bress, and I'm here with Ivan Tuttle, and we're talking all about heaven. Now, when you were in heaven, the angel pulled back the veil, so to speak, and you saw a lot of things happening on earth from the beginning of time to way into the future. Yes. And I really appreciate what you saw in the time of Jesus. Yes. It was very precious what you wrote about. Talk about that. Well, you know, you often wonder, you know, <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to wonder all the time when I'd hear about Jesus speaking to these large crowds and there'd be these thousands of people there, you know, how did he do it without microphones? <laughs> right, exactly. And, and it, they're in the desert, so how did that work? You know, so those are thoughts that were in my mind. But when I'm in heaven and I'm watching what's happening on the earth and all of a sudden I'm allowed to see that here's what happens. Jesus has this large crowd, 5, 10, 15,000 people. I mean, there's a lot of people yeah. there. They're all coming. They're excited. They, they want to participate. They want to see the miracles. They want to know what this man has to say. And so they're standing there, and all these people are standing around or sitting, whatever they were doing, and Jesus would stand up higher, maybe up on a rock or something, and then Jesus would call in the clouds. He'd, ask to, he'd, just, he'd tell the clouds to form, and the clouds would come over the people. And then Jesus would command the air to get cooler. Wow. And so the air would become cooler. And these people could sit there all day comfortable, 72 degrees, you know. Wow. Maybe 70. I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't go out there with a the thermometer and go, yeah. hey, what was it, yeah. Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're in the middle of summer while we record this. We could certainly use Jesus to call on the clouds in, yes. in here in North Carolina. <laughs> what a precious thing that he did for those people. But then you said that he fed them and everything. Um, you know, I mean, we yeah. read the stories about the loaves and fishes, but but you you talk as if it was, listen, they need to eat dinner, and he fed them continually. Yes. It, it wasn't just that one time that he fed them. Yeah. Jesus, you know, he, he, he had a treasury that took care of his yeah. money. and so, But he would have his disciples go and buy food to feed the people. Yeah. Those people didn't have to worry about a thing. They would come and gather there, and when they'd come and gather there, Jesus had, he had the income somehow, and he would spend the money, and he would go buy food from the local merchants or wherever it was, and some places, places would fix things that needed to be fixed, and they'd bring the food and feed all the people. Now, you said that, you know, I, I remember in John it says that the, the books in all the world can't contain the miracles that Jesus did, and you Ooh. saw a lot of that. As well, the, the multitudes of miracles that have never even been recorded. You know, there's millions of miracles that never wow. got recorded because wow. some of the things that he did, let's say he would speak to a large crowd all day long, yeah. you know, and he's speaking to these people. And that's tiring. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever done that before. Of course you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you get tired. Yeah. You know, it, anybody does. And he's human. Yeah. And he would take a break for his dinner meal, yeah. basically, just take a break with everybody, feeding everybody. And then they'd bring the sick. 
And as they bring the sick, the lame, the blind, the whatever came, leprosy, they had to stay away until he prayed for them. He would stay there all night long, all night, praying for these people, laying hands on them. And it's not like he really said a prayer. It's kind of hard to explain. He just laid hands on them. Instantly, they would be healed. Wow. And he didn't just run through the group, you know, like, oh, there's (laughs) 10,000. Touch it. He took his time. Wow. And he just... And he would say something to each, you know, depend on what it was really? that person needed. Sometimes he would speak something to him and he would say something to him. And these people would just, they just break down and cry, you Aww. know, and if people get healed. Can you imagine having leprosy? Now we read about something, but having these sores over your body, fingers halfway off and everything. Mm. And he comes up and he touches you and he heals you. And all wow. of a sudden your finger comes back too, you know, and you're yeah. like, what? And it's like, wow. oh, wow. man, it's so awesome. It's, it's. It's great. You can't walk. And all of a sudden, now you're walking. You're like, what? <laughs> and you stand up and you're like, oh, and you, you know, you, it takes a little while to get that yeah, strength back, yeah. but they can move around. They can do things, you know. But guess what? The good news is Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. What he did back in, in the time that he was alive on earth, he is still alive and he's still the healer. He's still the miracle worker. So any miracle that you need right now in your body, you just claim that for yourself right now as we're talking about Jesus. I'm telling you, this is powerful stuff. Now, what about Peter? What did the Lord show you about Peter? Oh, man. Listen, I saw Peter. You know, people talk about this. You know, you can read about in the Bible. He talks about Peter's shadow. Let me tell you what I saw from Peter. Yeah. I watched Peter get up in the morning and he was in a little town where he had to walk down to, there was like a big lake there, but he had to walk over close to there to get some water. Mm. And so he got up in the morning and as the morning sun shines, you know, the shadow is real long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Peter's there and he's walking along and there's a man that's just sitting there. Okay. And he's blind. And all of a sudden the man's going like this and he sees because Peter's shadow hit him. Mm. The man did not know it was Peter. The man had no idea. It's just the glory of God that was on Peter was able to touch him and got a hold of that man and he started to see. So think about that. Then a man that had leprosy was not too far from him. He happened to be sitting in a different area. Peter's shadow hit him, and that man's leprosy was gone completely. That's how I have always seen it, is where it's not so much that your shadow is healing the sick. Correct. It's that the glory is out as far as the shadow was. And which is which is tremendous thing to think today that, you know, what do you do if there's no shadow? It's about the glory being around you. And and to the extent, friends, that you're yielded to God is to the extent that that glory will be released from your life. And if you want to see more happening in your life, you got to you got to get with the Lord more. So that glory will be released wherever you go. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's incredible to watch the story of Peter unfold in the Bible because Peter, he was a bit of a mess. but the Lord got a hold of him and you really saw uh, how God was using him. Yes. It, you know, you, you were talking about the shadow, but some of yeah. it is the shadow itself. And yeah. the reason why I say that is that the glory of God, when it's on somebody, it's going to be on everything you have, including your shadow. Right. So right, right, right. It's, it's going to be on everything. But yeah, it is the glory of God that's around you. You know, yeah. things can happen. You know, people can come up and you go to pray with them. You don't even say a word. You know, God just heals them. Listen, uh, look in the camera, pray for the people at home, whatever's on your heart. All right. Heavenly Father, we come before you now. I know that there's people sitting there watching right now that need a healing. So first of all, 
In Jesus' name, I command your bodies to come in alignment. I command your bodies to be healed in Jesus' name, just like Jesus did. You know, I can't put my hand on you, but spiritually I can. So I place my hand on you and I ask now in Jesus' name for you to be completely healed. And I command all sickness to leave. Now, if you're looking, if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your chance to do that. It's, it's very simple. Just repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I come before you now. I ask you to forgive me my sins. I know that Jesus died on the cross so that my sins can be forgiven. I make Jesus the Lord of my life. I thank you, God. I repent and, and I turn my life over to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, you just gave your heart to the Lord. Now, one more thing. If, do I have yes, a moment absolutely. here? Yes, uh absolutely. -huh. I want to pray. I want to just say this special prayer here. I pray right now that everybody that has heard this message today, that God will start moving in your life and that you'll take and accept the things that you've heard here and run with it and let God shine through you in Jesus' name. Thanks again for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Also, give us a like. We welcome any comments or suggestions you might have. We also ask you to subscribe so that you will be notified of all our future episodes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Podcast.